Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, or if you're anywhere outside the United States, it'd be the Philosopher's Stone. I don't care which one you use, but I know it's the Sorcerer's, because I live in the United States. I'm surprised I hadn't reviewed this movie sooner, being one of the biggest franchises in a book series I read as a kid. Now, I will say that I won't talk about the politics surrounding J.K. Rowling and her random changes to the lore, and her controversial opinions on certain uh, hot topics. That's not what this is going to be about. I usually try to separate art from the artist. I don't normally try to get into that, but sometimes it's hard not to, but um, I'm going to try my best not to do any of that. I love, hate, hate this franchise. I've had that relationship with it uh, pretty much the entire time I've known about it and read the books and watched the movies. Um, I've had my issues with this story, mainly due to the death of characters. However, that is subjective, so not everyone will agree or have the same problems that I have. There are some characters, and I think there are some story parts that have some issues and kind of stick out to me. Um, but uh, I still enjoy the early years of Harry Potter, especially the first three. Um, so yeah, so I, my, my wife really enjoys Harry Potter, so... We rewatched it again. Uh, I've, I've seen the first two films so many times. My brother loved these movies as a kid, so I've seen them quite a bit. The first two films uh, are very different from the others, uh, mainly due to having a different director, uh, Chris Columbus being a good friend of John Hughes, uh, being involved in a lot, a lot of, a lot of child-driven films, um, Home Alone being one of his biggest films, and I'm pretty sure... Everybody's at least seen Home Alone one time, or maybe they just saw the second one. Who knows? But he's a very well-known director, obviously. I mean, Harry Potter is one of the biggest movies on the planet, but this isn't his first time in the arena of having a big film. I enjoy the way he uses his young cast, and I think he gets all that he can from his stars. Um, yeah, he just kind of seems to know how to film children in their roles. Uh, yeah, pretty much every, every one of the kids that he's used in a movie has put out a good performance, especially in this one. I mean, this is one of the most iconic child-driven stories and films. So, yeah, he clearly knows how to do it, at least kick-start uh, kick it, being, doing the first two. I also really enjoy the costumes and the sets used in the film. I like the aesthetic a little bit more in the first two films than the ones. There's a lot more color in the first two years, and they get a lot, lot darker and muted in the later films. Which I understand why a little bit. Uh, J.K. Rowling in the story, she always uh, described the years and like she wanted everything to get darker and grimier as the years went on because it started to become like a new dark age again for the Wizarding World, which is fine and whatever. But I feel like it's just too, too much of a flip for me. Um, at least in the like th years three and four, I understand why like five, six, and seven were like really dark, but I feel like it should have been more gradual than it did. But to be fair, that doesn't happen in this movie yet. But I figured I'd talk about why I really enjoy the look in this one. Um, yeah, plus, the color palette's really cool. And I think the set designs, especially for like Halloween and Christmas, look really cool. There's a lot of detail in them. And, you know, this movie used to piss me off during any of the food scenes because you'd see all this like look like good ass food sitting around. It, it's in any movie where these things. For some reason, the 90s and the early 2000s, 
just loved doing this where you'd have a bunch of kids sitting around a table of like all this gourmet buffet like food and they'll have like one thing and they're like oh i'm full better go away and they do that all the time in this movie it's not not a real critique of the film but it's something that bugs me <laughs> the music is very strong part of this movie once again john williams knocks the score out of the park not a surprise to anyone I don't think he's ever done a bad score. At least I can't think of one. I've seen a lot of a lot of the movies he scored, and I like all of them. The theme of the film being one of the most iconic songs in cinema, it's huge. Um, sometimes I forget that he did this this franchise too. It's a huge franchise. Um, but yeah, I love the music. It totally totally helps build the atmosphere that's going for. Uh, all the music has some sort of like whimsical and has it has a magical feeling to it. But yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, Emma Watson played the titular trio and bring their characters to life, unknowingly being the faces of the franchise. Um, well, what I mean by unknowingly, they obviously took the parts, but I don't think a lot of people thought how big this movie would be. And those three actors, it's hard to separate them from their roles in this, the characters, super, especially for uh, Rupert Grint, who hasn't done a whole lot of films. Uh, but Daniel Radcliffe was kind of slowly ruining himself and same with Emma Watson. But it's still really hard. I mean, Emma Watson dropped out of college because anytime she did work in, in uh, college or like answered a question right in class, someone would yell like, 10 points for Gryffindor! And so they kind of bullied her out of college with the, doing this which i don't i'm not for boiling but bullying but it's it's kind of a funny story um, now i want to give us a great performance my favorites being alan rickman and richard harris uh, alan rickman playing professor snape richard harris being dumbledore uh he only played as dumbledore for the first two years and unfortunately he died and that's why you get there's a new gandalf uh, gandalf dumbledore in year three um yeah, obviously there's somewhat of a similarity between him and Gandalf. That's why I say Gandalf, but uh, <laughs> old wizards. Uh, yeah, that's essentially it. But no, I really love this uh, the story of the first one. I think it's a really good story, even if you didn't continue it after this one. I definitely feel like it, it works by itself without the uh, the later sequels. Um, but yeah, I really I really enjoy the movie. However, I'm not a huge fan of Harry himself. Uh, I, I somewhat like him in the first first couple years, but then I just slowly like him less and less. And I think that's popular opinion, or at least like something that's overall pretty common. Uh, most people really enjoy these franchises with the side characters. Um, yeah, like I really enjoy Hagrid, uh, Dumbledore, Snape, McGonagall, all the other teachers. Harry, I don't know. He just to me, I don't think he's that strong of a protagonist because like they try and aim this whole thing that he's like the greatest wizard ever because he's the boy who lived he mist uh, unknowingly mistakenly defeats the dark lord voldemort who yeah it, i know his like his mom's spirit or love magic shit protected him from the killing curse and then hold oh, well, that's a spoiler so i won't get into that part yet because you don't know yet this movie but yeah so then and then so he survives and voldemort dies um, but yeah, he's, he just is like, everyone's like, you're the best shit, but like, he never really does anything exceptional by himself. Now he, like he ends up, he ends up defeating, uh, Voldemort again with the end of this movie. 
accidentally. He didn't even know he could do it um, due to uh, what what her what his mother did to protect him as a baby. Uh, Voldemort can't touch him, so uh, he ends up killing him because Voldemort possessed one of the teachers there, Professor Quirrell. Um, at the end of the movie, they're trying to get the Sorcerer's Stone. And, uh, he, he goes to touch him, and then his hand like disintegrates, and then he touches his face and completely kills him. <laughs> That's what happens with a villain. Uh, not bad. I, it's okay. I, I never really care for Quirrell either, but it's still a really good story, and the other characters really build it, especially... Hermione, uh, I liked Hermione as a kid. She, she I don't know, she, I just like, I like the more knowledgeable and, you know, actually useful characters. And without her in any of these, especially this one, they both would have died. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I prefer the side characters. And not saying Harry's a terrible protagonist. It's just compared to the other characters, I don't think he's that interesting. Like, they... I know they try really hard to make him like, oh, well, I didn't want this or, or, or shit like that. Um, but, eh, he's just not that great to me. I'm not a fan. I like I like everyone else except him, really. I even prefer Neville. So, but don't get me wrong. I, I do like this movie. I do enjoy it. I know I, I could be, I, I'm sounding probably a little critical of the story, but overall, I do enjoy it, especially the first two um, years. But yeah, I think Voldemort is a pretty mysterious villain. I th- the problem with him, I think, uh, as like as a whole as a villain, is that he was defeated by a baby, and everyone's like pet- like petrified of him. Like they won't even say his name. They say he who must not be named. And part of it has to do with a, a curse that Voldemort put on his name. That anytime someone would say it, it would like signal him to where you were and shit like that. Um, but either way, it's still like you lost to a baby, man. Like, okay, so let me give you an example. Say, um, for the people who have seen Lord of the Rings, you know, like on the beginning of the film, uh, Sauron, you know, he, he goes down and starts beating the shit out of everybody, and then uh, Sildor cuts off his hand. Okay, replace his Sildor with a baby. Sauron doesn't seem as cool, does he? They're just defeated by a baby. And that's what happens with Voldemort. He goes to kill him, um, who he's, by the way, he's murdered like everyone else he's encountered, and then loses to a baby who doesn't have a wand or anything. He just dies. So, eh. It's, um, I don't know. He's seen, I, I don't know. To me, it's just like, Voldemort's not that strong of a villain. Like, he, he seems to have this really cool power and shit, like, he's able to possess people. Um, he's using, like, unicorn blood to stay alive. There are parts of Voldemort that seem interesting and are cool, but when you really look at it, it's like, what, he can't even beat a high school. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's actually a good amount. I like the humor in this, especially with Ron. Um, he just He's kind of like a nervous Nelly. He's just always getting scared of stuff. Uh, Hagrid, I really enjoy Hagrid, especially his dog Fang. Um, I love Mr. Filch. And his cat, Miss Norris. Um, McGonagall, I love how... Uh, she, yeah, she, I just like the way she interacts with the students. Um, she can be very snarky. And I really like her scenes with her and Dumbledore. Um, I, I, I think the dynamic of Hagrid being attached to Harry is pretty interesting. And I, I, I like the way um, Harry builds her relationships with the people at the school. Uh, I think Snape is definitely one of the best characters in the whole franchise. Snape and Sirius Black probably be my, my top two favorite characters. Um, I like how they set up 
the idea. I will say, when I first saw this movie as a kid, I was not uh, suspecting Quirrell to be the villain. Um, I do think he's a good twist villain, uh, especially since with how well it's set up that they think it's Snape, especially with how Snape interacts with Harry and the evidence that's shown that it's actually him doing all the stuff. Uh, but yeah, Alan, Alan Rickman does a great performance of Snape, uh, also being one of his most iconic roles, next to like Hans Gruber and other characters like that. But yeah, everyone's great, man. Um, I like the early scenes with him at, at his aunt and uncle's house uh, with Dudley, uh, especially when Hagrid gives Dudley a tail, Sissini's cake. Yeah, it, there's there's a lot of good elements. And as a kid, I I always thought the universe is really cool. I think the universe is pretty coolly detailed. Um, yeah, I like that part. I, I think that when they go in Diagon Alley, and especially with like when he gets the the wand, I thought I always felt like that part. How like you have to get a certain wand that fits you. Like you can't just get a wand. It has to has to agree to be with you. Similar to like Avatar, when like the you would only use like certain creatures. You have to like bond with them. Um, they have to choose you. Similar to that, um, or even like a lightsaber crystal from Star Wars. Like the crystal, you and the crystal have to be bonded in the Force. So yeah, I like that element, and I like Hedwig and all that stuff. Um, and I think the dynamic. Of the uh, especially between the three actors that play the t- the titular trio, um, very much have a lot of chemistry and really really helps make this movie what it is. So yeah, I'm gonna give this movie an eight out of ten. It's a great movie. It's really good. I enjoy it. Um, it's still a film I still really enjoy, and I like to I watch it every once in a while. Um, maybe not the other ones, but I definitely watch the first two a decent amount. But yeah. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, it went a little bit longer than usual. I was just, I, did, I just realized I've been talking for almost 15 minutes about Harry Potter. Um, I didn't even notice. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you enjoyed this review, I have plenty of other reviews. Uh, so if you want to go give those a listen, I highly appreciate it. Also, if you would like to reach out to me, I have an Instagram page, Dr. Crackman Movie Reviews. If you want to tell, send me a movie you want me to review, or you want to tell me I'm an idiot about some sort of opinion I had on a movie, that's fine too. I'm totally down. Um, and I also talk about things that wouldn't even wouldn't necessarily hear me talk about here. Stuff like stand-up comedy, video games, other pop culture elements of films. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and check that out. Highly appreciate it either way. So, um, if you would stay tuned and help me grow, uh, help me grow this, pl- <laughs> this podcast with my sponsor of Viking Fitness, please stay tuned. the last two years have taught us anything, it's the importance of health. Being physically fit is key in overall health. Regular exercise and smart eating build the framework for a strong body with a powerful immune system. Now is the time. Viking Fitness can show you the way to a fit and healthy body. No gimmicks and no crash diets. Your custom designed fitness plan is based on science and good old-fashioned hard work. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603-TODAY for a free consultation. Mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your custom plan. Pure results, no bullshit. vikingfitnessnh.com Thank you.